Oh, hey. Uh, you made it. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry I'm late. I, I didn't really expect you to show up, if I'm being honest. Uh, uh, yeah, <laughs> that's okay, though. Uh, let me, let me just get this fire started, and then, uh, we'll get the introduction rolling, and we'll be on our way. Oh boy, usually it's not <laughs> supposed to explode like that. <laughs> you got to go and dig those holes. Dig it up, oh, dig it, dig it up, Everybody, welcome to the beach. Woo, yay, beach time. Um, before we get started in today's episode, I just wanted to comment on a little kind of cool thing. Uh, the Sam Peters Audio Log, or TISPAL is the acronym, and I think I might start referring to it uh, as that more often. Um, this podcast that you are currently listening to has pretty much just uh, gotten over 200 plays, which uh, I don't know if that's good in terms of a podcast, but uh, hey, 200 plays, that seems like a milestone. So thanks for listening to me and my voice, I guess, 200 different times. It's kind of cool. Um, today's guest is uh, a dude named Bathias Bandman. Yay. <laughs> we're we're hey. still doing the, the bit. How are you doing, uh, Bat, as I call you sometimes? <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing great, man. Uh, how are you? I'm, I'm doing... <laughs> um, <laughs> How's your summer been going? Right now it's a little bit later in the summer. Uh, it's kind of closing, coming to an end, I guess. Yeah, uh, I guess not too much right now, honestly, has been going on. Uh, well, obviously, we start college here in a week. I start this Friday, actually. Uh, mm. I don't know when you're you're starting up. But... Yeah, summer's yeah. been good overall, I think, considering, like, you know, the circumstances of everything. So you find, like, little opportunities to get together with friends and stuff. Uh, Seth, I think I can mention Seth because he's been on the show. Yes, he's been on the podcast. If they've been on the <laughs> show before, you know, you kind of assume they have given consent to use at least their first name. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, we've been we've been golfing and stuff like that. Well, he's been watching more often now because he hates it, but... <laughs> Um, uh, sure yeah other than that not too much though yeah that's a that's a respectable um i think summer's been a little bit different for most of us um one thing i've noticed is that i've definitely uh kind of actively like hung out with people a little bit less just because of the circumstance or less than i would have on a normal summer you know, <laughs> right. uh, non-pandemic summer, I would say. Um, it's been a, a little bit more of, uh, let me let me try to uh, 
gather my thoughts for a second. It's been a little more, um, chillaxed, I will say. Like, I've taken up reading now. <laughs> hey! Um, yeah, something that I have really never done, uh, or like to do in great amounts. Uh, I've mentioned this before sporadically on the podcast. At least once, I want to say, but I start reading Harry Potter. Ooh, I actually, yeah. yeah, I just got into that, like, last summer. Mm. Um, I would, I kind of avoided it for the longest time. Like, I watched, <laughs> like, the movies and stuff like that. Sure. But then last summer, really got into them. I think I got to five, and then I stopped, just because I'm really bad at, like, finishing, you know, books and stuff like that. Sure. What have you thought? <laughs> what have you thought um, of them so far? I've, uh, I've liked it. Uh, my situation is a little different. I've never seen the movies or read the books um really no so i i feel like you know i'm kind of a a nerdy pub culturally aware dude so it's kind of strange that i haven't read like harry potter or whatever but so far i've been enjoying it i'm on the second book um yeah i <laughs> a co-worker lent me the first one and after that, I just bought a box set of all of them. Decided to make the investment, basically. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, it's a little intimidating. The first three books uh, out of seven are uh, like probably a tenth, it seems like. No, that's not true. The first three books are a very small portion of the greater Harry Potter series right. that's what i that's what i noticed when i started reading it's like each one gets like significantly longer every time yeah <laughs> um it looks i uh, explaining the situation right here i have the box set literally sitting right beside me on the floor just kidding we're at the beach so on the sand <laughs> um mm -hmm. and uh, just looking at the books this let me pull one out. This uh, fourth one, I want to say. Fifth one. This one looks like it's a little bit of a read. Looks like, I think if I would compare it with one of the Bibles on my shelf, it's like the same thickness. Like, not even <laughs> kidding. Um, so, we'll see if I ever get there. It took me uh, probably uh, a month to read the first book. Just <laughs> sitting down uh, and finding time to do it so <laughs> yeah right yeah i actually yeah i have probably a lot more time on my hands than you do just because i don't know you're a lot more responsible than i am because i remember cranking out like the first four in like a month probably sure. just because they're i mean it's just like when you open one of them it's just so hard to put it down sure yeah um but yeah and actually and since you haven't seen the movies like that one to me um, other than holes, obviously, I know you guys have talked about that on the show, but like, <laughs> right. um, other than holes, like the Harry Potter movies are like actually really well done, you know, like normally like movies based on the book kind of stink, but oh yeah, the Harry Potter one's actually really good. Yeah, I, <laughs> I was trying to figure out why you referenced holes, holes but, <laughs> <laughs> um, um, no, that makes sense. Yeah. So I'm thinking... I was thinking I'd read one book and then read the movie, but I think I'll just get through the books first and then watch the movies uh, just for the experience. 
Um, I'd be curious to know, I guess you kind of already said it, but personally, I don't really like binging books or like TV or anything. Like, I, mm-hmm. the way I am, I like to read one to like three chapters at a time and then just, you know, put the book down and be like, okay, now I can think and uh, really savor that and, you know, uh, whatever about it. I just don't like, I don't like just uh, sitting down and watching eight episodes of a TV show or, or I guess specifically for books, read 10 chapters of a book or whatever. Yeah, no, I'm kind of the same way. Like, I mean, I'm kind of moving away from like the Netflix thing in general. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I'm just not, I guess just not a huge fan of it or whatever. But no, I I totally agree with you. They're like binging and stuff like that, Um, especially when it comes to TV shows. I just Mm -hmm. like. Well, you just kind of like feel like crap afterwards, you know. Yeah. Um, and then. Yeah. And then, and the other thing is like, you like you said, um, you don't get to like enjoy uh, any of the parts of it, you know, because I feel like mm-hmm. your brain can only take in so much information at once. Yeah. Um, and when you go right through it, you can't remember all the details and kind of mm-hmm. stuff going on. So, yeah. Yeah, so, uh, I don't know, and, (laughs) uh, you would think, um, with books, like, I I feel more productive reading a book than watching a TV show, obviously. Mm -hmm. Uh, you would think with books, you know, I could just sit down for, like, hours and hours and read or whatever, but I don't like to do that with TV. I don't like to do that with a lot of stuff, um, to be honest, uh, yeah, uh, TV shows, um, only occasionally I'll find a show that I actually finish. Um, it's kind of oversaturating how many uh, TV shows are on Netflix and other streaming services, you know, a lot of the times. Yeah, no, I just with how fast, like, uh, streaming companies now are able to, like, put out new TV shows, that's the concerning part to me because what i don't want to do is end up finding out that i've like used like one third of my life watching you know shows just because of how fast they put stuff out it's like you finish a season of something and then this new show comes on that you become addicted to Mm -hmm. and then eventually the next season for the other show comes out and you just kind of like cycle through that you know and then I don't know, eventually you just, like, forget how to talk to people. So, <laughs> um, maybe maybe not that far. Um, I know, that's a bit, that's a bit radical, but... <laughs> my whole thing is that I'll find a TV show that I like, but it's 11 seasons long or something. Right. I'm like, oh my gosh. Um, you'll have to remind me, were you an Avatar person? Have you seen Avatar? No, okay, so... Now I have to go down this, this road. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, sorry. <laughs> like, no, it's fine. Um, but so many people, like, were texting me about it when it came back on Netflix. I, I did watch it as a kid, um, but okay. I was so young. I think I was young enough where I didn't remember everything. Because that was back on, like, the 
Nick, you remember when Nick had like the teenage channel? It was like kind of an in between. So you had like Dora and then SpongeBob came on at noon or whatever on like the Nick Jr. kind of little kid channel. Sure. And then there was like this Nick Teen channel and it had all these bizarre th- like shows that I can't even remember. But like, like I Carly maybe. Well, I'm not sure. Yeah, it was like before that. Like, oh really? I don't know why, but I, there was this show called Martin Mystery, and I don't like remember it at all but um or like do you remember like the one with like the teenage robot like there's this girl and she's a well, teenage robot like do you remember that a more cultured individual would but i i unfortunately <laughs> yeah <do> okay <laughs> anyways um like i watched it then i watched mm-hmm. avatar then and then um after that didn't remember much then when it came back on everybody was telling me to watch it and just for that reason, I think I didn't watch it. Like, I watched a couple episodes, and I just couldn't get into it. Yeah, so. that's fair. Um, yeah, I'm not here to talk about specifics of Avatar. But <laughs> uh, I, didn't, I never watched it as a kid, and I watched it on Netflix and actually really enjoyed it. As a kid, I thought it just looked weird, and I never saw it on TV, so I never watched it. But something that I think Avatar, Avatar did right, and I like about TV shows, is that it tells a story in like three seasons as mm-hmm. opposed to seven. Like I felt right. like it was a digestible, I, there's a lot of food analogies for some reason when it comes to me watching or reading anything, but I thought it was a very, um, I'm trying not to use a food analogy, but I'm going to, I thought it was a very easy to consume, you know, Mm-hmm. I can I can dedicate watching three seasons of something, and they're able to tell a very good story in three seasons, you know? Um, a new show that I'm watching that I really like is a one season. It's 26 episodes long, and I'm halfway through it, and it's ta- I've taken, like, you know, three weeks of a month's... three weeks' time to get through, like... Uh, 14 episodes because I watch like one episode max two every day you know um, mm-hmm. and uh, that is another thing where I was really happy when I found out it was only a season long because you know you get a- attached to TV shows especially because uh, <laughs> I'm getting uh, for a loss of words again but uh, right. TV shows with a ton of seasons are, I find, really hard because if you count, if you were to, you know, see how long each episode was, it would literally take you um, probably weeks of just going straight through playing one after the other to actually finish it. Like, m- many, many literal days of <laughs> watching this show as opposed to, you know... Uh, one season, two season, three season. Uh, Korra is on Netflix now, which you know is the next mm, version of yeah. Avatar. So I'll probably watch that. That's four seasons, which I still don't super feel intimidated about. Uh, <laughs> so um, I like those shows. Shows that get tell a story yeah. in well, a little bit of time and don't just keep pushing out seasons basically right yeah well i think to those longer shows it's like 
they yeah. get so repetitive. Like they do the same thing over mm-hmm. and over and over again. And I don't know. I think at that point, it's like you're not watching because it's entertaining. You're watching because you want to like, yeah, watch it, you know, yeah, for sure. Because <laughs> it gives you like a sense of like accomplishment, mm-hmm. which is, yes, I don't know. Um, a few but, years yeah. ago, I uh, tried uh, uh, go- watching the entirety of Cheers, <laughs> which is 12 <laughs> seasons long. And oh, each boy. season has like 25, 30 episodes. <laughs> so, you know, it's a, it's a little hard trying to, you know, binge an episode that literally took tw- like a decade to get all the way through. Um, <laughs> just like sitting down and right. watching this and uh, sitcoms are made differently now uh, basically um, it's a it's a it's a good show mm-hmm. I like it it's just 12 seasons 26 episodes a season it gets it can get a little repetitive and it's just probably the biggest mountain of media to try to climb ever <laughs> man <laughs> yeah good luck with i'm that, never man. gonna finish cheers uh <laughs> it's it's not gonna happen so i completely agree um that's that's one thing i don't like about netflix just like releasing season after season just something that i think uh the mandalorian did good mm-hmm. um yeah that was, you know, I'm not, like, huge on Star Wars, but, like, The Mandalorian was yes. excellent. Like I could care less about the Star Wars films. I'm more of a fan of, uh, you know, I appreciate Star Wars, right? But Guardians of the Galaxy is mm-hmm. was my ideal uh, sci-fi franchise, I feel. Like, if Guardians of the Galaxy was... Yeah completely separated from marvel not that i have anything against marvel but if it was separate it would probably be one of my favorite like independent uh franchises you know that has like recently come out because i i really liked the guardians of the galaxy movies and i think that was like a fun kind of new take on sci-fi because i'll write you know, before that, it just felt like Star mm-hmm. Wars and then Star Trek, which I had no idea what anything was right. about. <laughs> yeah, I've, I've never seen yeah. Star Trek. But, um, but no, I, I agree. Guardians of the Galaxy was pretty brilliant. Like, just with how they, um, I don't know, the, the diversity of characters is good, but then also it's really kind of mm-hmm. lighthearted, too, where they have, like, the little interspersions of uh, comedy, like with Drax is just yeah. brilliant. I, his character is just so good. Yeah. And then <laughs> but, I like the Mandalorian because it, it's it kind of feels a little independent of Star Wars. I mean, it takes place in the same universe, but it's not about, you know, I mean, the name of Star Wars is Star Wars, you know. <laughs> like right. the original concept was just like, hey, what if we did it? you know, world war in space, <laughs> like, <laughs> right. <laughs> um, it's a more of a space Western. Yeah. That's a really good 
description of it, actually. Yeah, well, I'm not the first person to describe it as oh, that. Okay, I'm like, Sam, you're a genius. Oh, man. Crit- critic. Critic mind. Oh, jeez. But, yeah. And I like... I'm a fan <laughs> of Westerns, you know, that old concept. Uh, so, put, it, put a, a cowboy in space and everything is amazing. Yeah, he takes the mask off and they find out he's Clint Eastwood. (laughs) (laughs) John Wayne, how did you get back here? (laughs) Yeah. Um, No, Mandalorian is very good. Uh, Yeah, but I completely agree with you about time on Netflix. Uh, This -hmm. summer, I haven't really spent a whole lot of time uh, besides... Uh, Avatar, and that's pretty much it. <laughs> Avatar, like the first half <laughs> of the Just to summarize. Yeah. Summarize the 2020 summer. Mm-hmm. A little wholesome um. moment. I started watching or rewatching Parks and Rec with uh, my, oh. uh, my family as a little family bonding sesh occasionally each night. So uh, I get nice. Avatar and Parks and Rec now again. For like the second or third time okay so that's like that's like your office basically uh yeah we watch the office for everyone else um you know the office the office is a good show but i haven't uh watched it in quite a while and uh, you know right i don't know the office is one that I think it's like hamilton for me where i've seen it so many times now that it's just not as good sure is you know, everyone says it is. So I, I actually think now Parks and Rec is better than than The Office. It's after watching Parks and Rec through, it was like that. That was pretty good. Yeah, I haven't seen The Office since probably like freshman year, honestly. And uh, um, I don't know. Parks and Rec just seems so much more lighthearted and like quirky. Like you know, it takes place in like a small midwestern town, which is very relatable and uh, um it <laughs> as uh, as funny as it may sound it it's like uh it feels less like real life but also more like real life like uh, um there's so many quirky unreasonable characters and or whatever and uh there have been a lot of times where <laughs> Uh, friends have told me like, oh man, I went to this one, or I have relatives in this one, you know, small Midwestern town, and it feels just like Pawnee. Like, the people are just crazy. (laughs) Just, uh, you know, um, the, one of my favorite bits in Parks and Rec is just how, uh, selfish and, like, clueless and, uh, unbelievable the citizens of Pawnee can be where there's just like you know the the town hall meetings where just it's everybody just comes just to complain (laughs) it's like oh my gosh yeah uh (laughs) some of the some of the bits in that oh just I, I can't get over um oh what's the guy's name he's like the orthodontist or whatever uh jeremy jam oh yeah (laughs) jeremy jam his his character is just so well done yeah i i thought he was gonna be in it more but i remember 
one of those episodes. Um, I can't even think of what it was now, but I just remember laughing so hard mm-hmm. at, <laughs> at some of the stuff, like the the people that they put for their leaders mm-hmm. in that in that town. <laughs> Anyways, yes, yeah. it's a. There's just a, in my opinion, there's just so much, uh, so many more colorful characters in Parks and Rec, which kind of makes sense. I mean, The Office is literally, you know, about a paper company. Like, they purposely tried making the setting as mundane as possible, and then the, you know, the people is what brought it up. But, like, one thing I'll say about comparing the two, uh, you can take away whatever you take away from this, but I actively hear people talking about Parks and Rec like, oh, you're so much like this character. Oh, you're so much like this character. Whereas uh, with The Office, I don't think that's... I don't hear that as much, you know? Um, I was just going to say, I think it's because, like, The Office tries to make him so, like, far-fetched. Yeah. That it's no longer relatable, at least in the sense that, like, oh, you're so much like Michael Scott or whatever, just because Michael is just, you know, so so far out there. Dwight, you know, all the characters are just kind of, I think, just a little bit too extreme. Really? You know, it, in the sense, at least in this, not in the same way as Parks and Rec are, if you know what I mean. I would uh, almost inverse that. Um, here, here's what I think. I think, um, in The Office, they make characters more generic, which, uh, uh, is nothing against the characters, they're lovable, but, you know, Michael Scott, uh, he's a, a boss man that can be a little bit intrusive at times, uh, he has a good character, but Jim is kind of a generic, uh, relatable kind of guy like Mm -hmm. jim is yeah jim is meant to be like the most relatable nice down-to-earth guy in the world and so is pam you know uh right (laughs) i guess that's actually very true creed you know almost seems like a parks and rec (laughs) character and some of the later characters like robert california doesn't seem real um yeah dwight (laughs) Dwight, I feel, might be the generic, like, even though Dwight has such a, such a character, I think he almost, uh, could be seen as a stereotype of just a creepy, you know, office (laughs) worker employee, which, uh, man, it's, I'm starting to realize it's been a while since I've seen The Office, so maybe in college I'll have to revisit it, but... I think the original Office from the UK was only like a season or two long, and I'm pretty sure those stereotypes of them just being meant to be generic so it'd be more relatable was like tenfold, uh, basically. Like, I think the original Office from the UK just ends with the boss isn't named Michael Scott in the UK Office, but I think it ends with him just getting (laughs) fired or something. Oh really? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I um actually I heard um like the office like I think the U.S. office um because it was so popular I've heard that pretty much um every country in like Europe 
has like their own version of the office now really so i heard that like i think there's a canadian office i heard there's a there's a german office a french office like everyone's doing their own rendition of it i'd be interested um, to listen to the canadian office or i guess <laughs> watch it <laughs> um yeah just to hear what they yeah hear what they do yeah i watched the the first episode uh or first two episodes maybe of the uk office and um i don't know if you what how much you know about this but basically the first season of the regular office was one-to-one like copied from the uk office and that's honestly kind of why uh one thing i've noticed with the regular office is that the first season just makes me a lot more uncomfortable <laughs> like yeah. oh yeah the first episode that one time when uh michael jokes about pam getting like or him firing pam or letting her go or something and then she's just like crying uh that part <laughs> is exactly the same in the uk office so i don't know if it's a, oh, really? a cultural thing where the you know brits just have a more um cynical sense of humor or something uh right well or maybe the joke is supposed to be in the uk office at just how terrible michael scott is as a person basically which obviously um the u.s and the uk have different styles of you know making tv shows and uh shows in the u.s last way longer on average than shows in the uk so you can't just have a character a main character that you hate for <laughs> like five plus seasons right yeah yeah exactly i did not know that though that the, like the um first season of like the u.s was based off the uk version yeah. but that does make sense because i've always like heard people when they say like watch the office or whatever they say usually just like skip the first season mm-hmm. or whatever like you don't need to watch that just go to s- season two and i think my guess is that's when they try to like reinvent it. Yeah. Kind of because Michael Scott is a different character in season two and after that, like. Yeah. In season one, he is like more of a jerk, mm-hmm. and then I think. In season two, they tried to just make him more stupid or oblivious. Yeah, you know? just more of like intrusive and, you know, <laughs> like yeah. um, make him seem like he cares more about his employees, but like in a. I'm trying to be your friend away and all of them are disinterested. <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. Um, so there are a few, there are a few like out there characters in the office, I'll say, but I think what makes Parks and Rec so relatable or why people are like, oh, you remind me of this character, you remind me of this character is because, you know, we as people are not generic stereotypes you know uh, a majority of people mm-hmm. have many different facets to their personalities and are quirky like uh something that i always think about which might sound kind of lame i don't know but like what if uh someone were to make our high school experience into a sitcom with you know the s- students the kids that we went to high school with you know, maybe renamed, but keep their personalities exactly the same. Just make that into a sitcom. And then 
if you really think about it, I I think that <laughs> I always think there's enough interesting characters, you know, and the weird shenanigans that happens where it would be interesting, Sim similar in a way to Parks and Rec, how Leslie Nope, you know, is a very driven, gut like uh, idealist, obsessed with the government. Uh, uh, Ron Swanson is a diehard libertarian. Uh, Tom Haverford, party animal. Jerry is a nice guy that gets made fun of all the time. <laughs> you know? Um, right. Yeah. We call it the Academy and post it on YouTube. <laughs> the Academy. Yeah. Um, <laughs> or teachers, you, you know? Uh, it's just the stories that you tell outside of class with your friends about, like, oh, this teacher this did this, this person did that, that was so funny, you know, talking about their personalities, you know, different stuff they do. People are interesting, I would say, and uh, um, you, you could have a different opinion, and, you know, that's completely valid, but personally, I think a lot of the characters in The Office, uh, maybe earlier on, while they still had ideas, <laughs> uh, but I think a lot of the characters in The Office are presented more as work stereotypes in order to make the whole, the situation as a whole, more relatable. Whereas mm -hmm. the characters in Parks and Rec, sure, less people are going to have, like, park jobs rather than <laughs> office jobs, you know. But the people and the personalities as a whole, uh, I think people can relate to a lot more than The Office. Yeah, yeah, that's really interesting. I didn't think about that. Philosophy. But, <laughs> yeah. That's what the show's all about. Yeah. And <laughs> somehow yeah, turning exactly right. a light-hearted sitcom where, uh, you know, <laughs> I'm trying to think of a really <laughs> stupid bit, but it eludes me right now. I'll, I'll think of one for later to, you know, um, say how much Parks and Rec, you know, isn't a big philosophy thing but you can definitely find cool little stuff in sitcoms which can be applied to real life learning stuff you know um have you heard that one yeah. song about the person who's like talking about the office or whatever oh um i think i think i did hear that one time like i and it's like so it's about like going through life like while watching the office right yeah okay yeah i have i've heard it i think i heard it one time and it was a little while ago so i don't remember yeah. it but i'm not a huge fan of the song because i think that's a little cheesy no. like oh it's the office but like a lot of people like it yeah. so obviously it has a um it has a yeah meaning behind it um you know uh <laughs> tv shows have meaning sometimes is the, the big takeaway <laughs> you can find the life lesson. yeah you can find meaning in shows that might not seem like they have a lot of meaning in the first place <laughs> mm -hmm. yeah what's your favorite color matt <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, i gotta go green green that's respectable um that's kind of the <laughs> That's my new, like, icebreaker question for, you know, when I'm <laughs> talking with anyone and 
I'll just ask, you know, what's your favorite color? <laughs> um, at work, working at the cemetery, the only way to keep it entertaining is by talking. So, uh, if there's just a, an awkward silence for a while, <laughs> that's something I'll just bring up and say. <laughs> yeah, that's a good just, one. Yeah, that's just the one. other day, uh, someone said green. And I think that'll be a good uh, tool to make use of as I go off to college now. <laughs> Meeting new people. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's... I think that's probably the top of the list right there. What's your favorite color? Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you excited for college, Matt? <laughs> <laughs> I am. I am. It's it's going to be exciting, I think. Uh, I mean, it's a whole new chapter of your life mm-hmm. that you're starting. Yeah. I mean, that whole whole part of independence. I don't know, though, like, how I'm going to do... Um, like on my own you know sure. it's hard for me to think that like i'm gonna be taking care of myself and like if i don't like i i have to immediately face the consequences of that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah for sure um right Do you now think you're ready oh sorry. right now it's no you're good right now i don't know if it's hitting me uh <laughs> but i feel like you know once i get on my own uh i might be like oh my gosh what's going on now <laughs> uh but you know what i think i think i'll do all right obviously it'll be an adjustment and with uh, the adjustment it, uh, there might be a little bit of uncomfortability if that's a word i think it is uh but i definitely think that i'm ready for something new and that it's gonna be a uh interesting time this fall semester Mm -hmm. i think that's a good summary of it like i don't know everyone i've talked to about high school is like i'm ready to be done you know yeah Uh, i was like ready it it was a weird thing for me just because like it it was something that you like wanted it to be over and then once it was over you were sad that it was over sure just because it's like i don't know you just kind of when you go back you kind of remember the good parts Mm -hmm. um no for sure but I agree. No, it's an exciting chapter, though. Next step in life. and Yeah. I quoted this in a previous episode of the podcast, but I'll quote again. Uh, this is something I specifically remember from the last episode of The Office. Andy... I forget. I want to say Andy Bernard? Dwyer. Andy Bernard, yeah. <laughs> Andy Dwyer is from Parks and Rec. But Andy Bernard says uh, said something along these lines like you know this entire time i was talking about cornell like it was the good old days but i should have just been i should have realized that these were the good old days and i was like oh (laughs) how deep um yeah (laughs) so yeah um i i enjoyed high school but i think i'm ready to be done and have a new challenge (laughs) Uh, mm-hmm. be a little freshman again <laughs> start from the bottom and work your way up yeah i'll own my school <laughs> yeah. by the time yeah. i'm a senior <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah i better be careful though because college you know it's it's not given that you graduate in four years and you know that <laughs> yeah right um, yes yeah we'll see matt is going to school to become a pastor which is an eight-year curriculum. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's going to be 
That's going to be interesting. I don't know if I'll be able to handle another eight years. <laughs> another eight years? Oh, I suppose. Yeah, because yeah. you got, like, the four. Yeah. Double, double, um, high school. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that'll be interesting. Yeah, who knows? Maybe it'll take me eight years to finish my degree. <laughs> hey. Who knows? Never know. Maybe it'll take you three. Three? Doubt, but that'll be kind of <laughs> nice. I, you know, like most things, I'll try to savor college. So even though it costs me another, who knows how much, I'll I'll take my my four years. <laughs> uh, right. <laughs> thank you. Uh, yeah, I think it'll be interesting trying to meet people wearing masks all the time. Oh Is yeah. Is your college requiring masks? Yeah, uh, the policies that we're having at my college are just ridiculous. Like, <laughs> so okay, so we're starting off with like. The only people that can be in your dorm are you and your roommate. So yeah. you can't, like, I think that's pretty standard. But yeah. we're having stuff like assigned lunch periods. So you can only be, like, in the lunchroom at your designated time. Um, mm. So, I don't know. That'll be interesting for, like, trying to meet people and stuff. And then we yeah. can't leave campus for the first three weeks. Really? Yeah, so we're we're like oh, we're stuck man. once we get once we move in and stuff, we're stuck for three weeks, which that might be alright because I mean you're new and you're like trying to figure everything out, so it's yeah. not like you might not be doing that much anyways, but yeah. At the same time <laughs> like you kinda wanna like get out and do your own thing, you know? No, I get that. Um my school might have a policy like that, but I haven't heard anything about it, so I kind of doubt it. That that seems kind of like a weird feeling where <laughs> you're just trapped. <laughs> um, that should be uh, cool, though. Uh, what are your classes like? Online? In-person? Um, hybrid? In-person, uh, for the time being. Um, sure. We're doing... Uh, I think, as far as I know right now, it's all like in-person, regular up till thanksgiving and then yeah. we after that are going back home basically to online for about a month oh um, i think we're just actually but i think we're just doing like exams um online and then we have basically a month off until after new year's and then okay. I, and then i think they're like deciding based on like how everything's going like if we'll come back or if we'll you know, continue online or something like that. Yeah. Okay, that makes sense. Um, yeah. yeah my what's, your, what's your school doing? Or what's the plan right now? Uh, I have one class that's in person, one class that's online, and the rest are hybrid, which I think means hmm. they're splitting the class into two, and then half the days they'll be online and half the days they'll come in for class, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> right. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm not really sure. We're not allowed to have guests in our dorm room. I, I would think we're allowed to leave campus. I don't really know. Um, <laughs> yeah, so eh, it'll be a little interesting uh, attempting to meet people, basically. I'm, I'm kind of thinking I'll be spending a lot of time uh, outside you know just trying honestly to, though like that's the way yeah. to go right now um just with yeah. like i don't know i don't know about you but like 
over quarantine and stuff like that, I just got so cooped up that, like, anytime I go outside now, I'm like, I'm glad this is still here. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't know. It's probably, I probably just, like, gets you the feeling of normalcy. Just, mm-hmm. like, kind of... Oh, a, yeah, for sure. A rem- like, a memory of what normal life was like before yeah. the, before everything started. So. Yeah. Because, yeah, I'll go outside and just lay in my hammock. This, I have, like, a little stand. My yard's not super big. I don't have any good trees necessarily. But, yeah, uh-huh. uh, just today I took a nap outside of my hammock. And, you know, pretty pretty wholesome. Yeah. It was a good nap. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's not, I We actually, um, my dad and I take, like, a Boundary Waters trip every year. Yeah. And this was the first year we did, like, we, like, brought a hammock with or whatever. And sure. That, like, I am on board <laughs> with, with that now. Like, those <laughs> things are just amazing. Yeah. I've uh, I've had a, a few hammocking, or, sorry, I've had a few Boundary Waters trips where I've brought a hammock, and it's fun times. <laughs> it, yeah. Um, no, it, it really is. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, sometime, you know, if you can find a couple of your college fellas, we could go up and take a Boundary Waters trip. I don't know a lot of people. Well, that might not be true. <laughs> I was going to say, I don't know a lot of people that would be down to camp. But, um, you know, yeah. I could probably find uh, a group of people if yeah. <laughs> I really tried. Yeah, we'll see I will, uh... Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure, like... I'm sure, like, Seth would be down with it. I don't know, like, if he's, like, a super outdoorsman, you know, kind of guy. Yeah. Um, I don't know if he's... I don't know. I don't think he's gone camping before, though. Yeah. Uh, but there's one other person who will rename, remain uh, nameless, just, you know. He hasn't been on the show. But uh, sure. you probably know who I'm referencing. Yeah, maybe but. I'll have to invite him on the show sometime. Oh, I'm sure he he'd be all for it. Like, yeah, he's a big he's a big fan. <laughs> right. Yes. It's of kind course. of fun. Yeah, you're really expanding your network. Of course. Yeah. Well, hey, 200 plays this, yeah. uh, as of this episode, which uh, will go up a week from like now, basically, <laughs> for your perspective. But for the listeners, right. obviously, that doesn't mean anything. Right. Uh. Yeah. <laughs> we'll see. Uh, next summer or fall, maybe, I guess. I don't know. I think it's open all year round because I think people yeah. go in there for winter camping too, which oh, really? I've never I've gone never in winter before. camping. So that might be a fun time. Yeah. Uh, no, that would be, that would be great, honestly. Like, yeah, I've never done winter camping before, but yeah, I'm, sure, I'm sure it's good. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. Um, so are you planning on like um continuing like the podcast like even after you go off or you can like, kind of like play it by ear we will see um <laughs> i think uh it'll be interesting um i don't know how the whole roommate situation is gonna work oh. out <laughs> I uh, suppose. so it'll be a little awkward you know recording a podcast with another person while uh, you know, he's just in the room chilling. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, but we'll see. I would like to, honestly. I'm thinking in college, I might finally get some guests that aren't from my high school. 
you know. <laughs> that would be well. That would be good though too, because, um, yeah, I don't know what the direction of your podcast is or like what you what you're planning on doing, but it would be a cool way to kind of, especially like for people from high school, like to kind of know how you're doing and like how life's right, like. Yeah. Be, be kind of relatable too because i'm sure there'll be a ton of like similar experiences we're all going through and yeah talk about like the first you know first impressions of college and stuff like that for sure yeah it's just <laughs> um <laughs> yeah <laughs> we'll we'll see if i can find a place to podcast yeah. you know whisper under my coat in one of my classes or in the library or yeah something. turn it to an ASMR, ASMR podcast ASMR <laughs> Samuel P. I mean, it kind of is already like that because, you know, we're on the beach with the right, wave with the... noises and the stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah, we'll see. A big, big old question that I've asked for a while or been thinking about for a while is if, uh, you know, anyone that didn't go to our high school would uh, find any uh, <laughs> entertainment <laughs> value in this whatsoever. <laughs> well, you know, it's like, I think... Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> um, it's hard to say, but, like, I don't know if you can, um, you know, really get, like, some of the, like, other college people behind it, and you just kind of... Because the topics we talk about, I mean, that are talked about on the show are, I mean, pretty relate. I mean, pretty general. It's not like yeah. that's a, like, no, or, like, have lived through this same experience necessarily to to relate to the podcast so right um no yeah it's just like as of right now you know uh it's me an amateur podcaster <laughs> uh there's not there's not a lot of like um not a lot of what's it called uh drive to listen to it unless you know <laughs> me or any other person that's been on it as of right now but mm-hmm. you know, who knows? Uh, as I expand my my repertoire of people I talk with, uh, maybe uh, we'll get one listener who <laughs> has never met me. <laughs> yeah. Hey, that's or all. All it takes is one. One. I'll be content with one. <laughs> and then, boom! It takes off right there. Yeah, just shoom, or just one. I yeah, yeah, I'd be content with one. One is fine. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> alrighty. Um, this is the time of the podcast where I do a new bit where I pretend we're getting kicked off the beach by police officers. Oh, okay. No, oh, no, there's the sirens. It's the police. Better, we better go, Matt. Yeah, okay, yeah. Kick us off. Get out of here. Uh, bye guys, we'll see you next week. Oh shoot, I almost forgot. I need to extinguish the fire. There we go.